0: Have Goals, a street art sticker with a simple message that's all about you. Today's show is brought to you by our merch store, featuring Have Goals branded clothing, such as t-shirts, hoodies, and more. 100% of the profit from our merch goes to local charities. Find out more on our website at havegoals.store. You can also follow us on Instagram at havegoals additional information and discount codes. With me today is Ryan. So tell us a little about yourself.
1: I'm Ryan Lasig. Uh, I own and run Milwaukee Makers Market and then uh, I've also been doing Art and photography for over the last 10 years under my um, name, Milwaukee Alt. Um, and I'm also an educator, too, in the city of Milwaukee. All
0: oh, right on. Can you tell me a little more about that?
1: Yeah, I teach uh, high school art fundamentals and um, smart manufacturing, like 3D printing and laser engraving. So that's at a local high school. And then I also work for a couple of nonprofit organizations, such as like Arts at Large. I do freelance work for them in their um art and curriculum so I also uh, freelance event coordinate for um, the east side bid doing their east side art markets and different events uh, and then you yeah, just doing my own events with the Milwaukee makers market and um, continuing to still make artwork and do photo shoots under Milwaukee alt so I just tell people I don't sleep and I'm just always on the go
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the way to be You know, it's interesting when you talk about uh, the kind of technology that you're working with in schools. When I was going to high school, we learned hand drafting, and I eventually started doing like CAD drafting in some of my early jobs, and it was amazing to me to see that kind of transition where people in high school would start to learn programs like AutoCAD and things there and now, you know, from just listening you talk about it, it sounds like we're getting into 3D printing and laser engraving and all kinds of really interesting things.
1: Yeah, exactly. When I was in high school, I was lucky enough to take like a typing class and an AutoCAD for, you know, design your own home. But now in with the um, advances of technology, you know, I can show these students how to build, you know, the hardware of a 3D printer and then, take it into the software realm where they're designing their own models and then seeing it come to life by printing it. For laser engraving, they're making their own designs. They're making their own business cards that they can then laser engrave on wood. Um and you know, you see that sense of pride that they have for their, their business card design and um what other you know designs they come up with just for fun. And yeah, I mean, it's cool to, to teach it, but I think it's even cooler to see how, how proud they are of their finished product um, and how it's something that is a, a, a life skill that you're learning to use these, you know, manufacturing machines, even if it is on a, a smaller scale. Um, but to them, it's just having fun. So, uh, you know, I feel like I'm doing a decent enough job where I'm, I'm covering learning with fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've really come a long way from the, the old days of, like, shop class being about making, like, a spice rack for your mom, you know? There's really a lot more creativity yeah. available.
1: Yeah, it's not just, yeah, exactly. Make a, a wooden bowl or, a, you know, like a key hanger, like a key hook. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and not to put those things down. Those are really interesting if you're into that. But there are so many new technologies that are always coming out, and, and it's just great to see... Education grow into those spaces.
1: Some high schools have those those hands on experiences where, yeah, you're you're you know you got to be careful using those saws and uh, welding and things like that. But uh, yeah, I've been fortunate to be able to to dive into those things more in the in the technical level um, and in the computer software level. And I've been teaching long enough now where I've I've had the opportunity to you know see my incoming freshmen go all the way to graduation. So um, that was a neat thing this year, you know, obviously seeing some of these graduates that I've had since their freshman year. So that was that was really cool.
0: Oh, kudos to you, man. That That is great. Thanks. So just to shift gears a little bit, can we hear a little bit more about your involvement in the art scene here in Milwaukee?
1: Again, working with arts at large, they kind of – Got me started on a, a career path with art and and working with the youth, doing different murals um, with student education. Also, then working with different organizations, doing like um, Bayview gallery nights, Milwaukee gallery nights, and. So I was just kind of always having an interest with my art and photography, trying to get it out there in the city. I was able to collect grants and funds to do a large mural on 11th and Layton with the Walker's Point Creative Collective. Oh, yeah. So it's called In Bloom. So, yeah, if you ever go down there, kind of um, by Martino's on Layton Avenue there, you'll see a bunch of flowers on the uh, underpass, and that was all done because of, of you know, the – um Different sponsors we had, the Walker's Point Creative Collective, and then me just going you know it. This is a bare wall that needs <laughs> that needs some some public art on it. Just this past week, I did a uh, Star Wars themed um, piece on a picnic table for the East Side bid. So that's down off of North Avenue in the East Side Art Lot. In the Garden District, we've done a couple crosswalk murals. Uh, I've done some again some youth murals with um, Burdick Middle School. Uh, Bayview High School. So, it, you know, just any way you can beautify Milwaukee is, is always something I try to add to my list every year.
0: Ryan, you've been really involved with the Have Goals community kind of since we got it off the ground. Um, how did you first run across the Have Goals image?
1: So, yeah, with with Have Goals, um, man, it's actually had a, a huge impact in, in my life and in my um, art motivation so I originally came across have goals as just uh, a sticker um, in Bayview I saw it and then doing some of these um, Bayview gallery nights I had the opportunity of meeting you and receiving some personalized uh, stickers and of course wanting to then tell people all about you know this this movement and putting up those stickers on, things that I own, putting them out in the street. Um, and then, uh, again, I was fortunate enough to get a I uh, I have goals wristband and believe it or not, it's still on my wrist today. And I would say it's probably over, I don't know, seven years old, maybe now, um, since I've had that wristband and yeah, even when I get tattoos, I tell them the tattoo around it, it it's a daily reminder every morning I wake up that I do have goals that, you know, have goals and continue to, um, spread that message. And so seeing have goals continue to grow and continue to develop this, this sense of community where before it was just kind of something you saw on the street, you might've saw it, you know, slapped on the, you know, the side of, um, of a mailbox or something like that, or like a newspaper box. Um, but then seeing how the community, is starting to rally around it, how other artists are rallying around it and just how it does have this positive message. Um, and the fact that have goals, isn't just uh, a Milwaukee thing or a Bayview thing. I mean, I travel throughout Wisconsin and see have goals all over the place. And even when I leave Wisconsin, I'll take a couple have goals stickers with me and try to put them up. So, um, Yeah. Have goals is definitely something that I've tried to support ever since I first came across it and got to know more about the movement and the meaning. Uh, And then the things that have come off of have goals um, such as, you know, stop shooting, you know, when that came out um, and it's still relevant today as it was when it first came out of of stop shooting, same thing. It's, It's a message that I was, able to get behind and wanted to put out in the streets as well uh, and, you know, made sure to get some stickers and put them out there. And just, you know, when I see somebody have either a have-goal sticker or a stop-shooting sticker on their car or on their laptop or something like that, um, it's something that I immediately go and start a conversation with them and go, hey, where'd you get it? Or, you know, you know, what does it mean to you? Well,
0: I got to tell you, we, we really appreciate it you and your support of it it's kind of got this life of its own where i mean i did create this piece of art and put it together with this message in the first place but you know ultimately like this this message was something that i i'd seen many times but had never really seen it packaged together in a way that made it easy to distribute you know and so it's just been kind of a labor of love getting it out there and doing it in a way that, you know, I'm not about like creating a brand that like makes us money or anything like that. This is just important. You know, it feels like important work to be doing to get this out there.
1: Yeah. And and the fact that it is so organically evolving and spreading in such a positive way is great that it's not like you have to, you know, you know, put up posters of like you know, you explaining what this message is and how to get behind it. It's just people are gravitated towards it and instantly want to get behind it and want to um, continue to spread that message.
0: Right. And, you know, I, I've had a lot of people, like, reach out to me, like other graffiti artists or people interested in it, and they they might come in with, like, this strong desire to meet me because it's going to be some kind of, you know, amazing experience or whatever. And I've, I've tried to, you know, really be humble about this. Like I I am just a dude who drew this thing. And that is it. Like, this is not about me. This is about you. And that that's the power of this message because I can't really say to you, Hey, you should have this goal or that goal or do this thing that that's none of my business like i think that some of the best times that this sticker gets used are the times that i'm not around for and i never hear about you know cuz it's sitting out at intersections on the back of signs wherever it is and someone sees it and it means whatever it means for them and and that's it you know that that's good enough
1: you know a lot of people want to to be the, 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 you know, face behind their artwork, so to speak. They want the credit, they want the, the, you know, fame, so to speak. Um, but you know, even when I met you, I was, I was kind of starstruck and then, you know, right away you told me all about the message and how it's going and stuff like that. And then right away I was like, yeah, this is again, just something that you are putting out into the universe. And backing away from and going, you know what? This is about you. This is how you perceive it, and your um, way of accepting the have goals message. And, and so right away, again, that made me go, wow! Like this is the real deal. This isn't just, you know, somebody who's like, oh yeah, I made this, and I'm I'm looking to get like famous off of it. It was just no. I made this. And it's helping people. It's continuing to grow and and bring a message, whatever that message may be, in their own personal life and in messages of have goals and stop shooting that Milwaukee can even latch on to.
0: You know, you brought up uh, stop shooting a couple times, and I guess I just want to put it out there for anyone who hasn't seen it. We've got a sticker that again uses the same face that's on the have goals sticker and it just has the simple message stop shooting. When you look at the have goals message like that has a massive universality like anybody can can attach to that. But sh- stop shooting kind of felt like a little more of a risk, you know, it's a little more about a specific thing and it's a little more directive. Am am I like super against guns or whatever? Well, I I guess not, but I'm sure against a lot of the things that happen with them in our culture and the way that they have grown during my lifetime to become something that we're, you know, every day we're encountering some extremely negative thing that's going on with shooting. People are shooting each other. And when I began to put that message out, I noticed there were some people who were pretty turned off by it, you know, because the, the, the Have Goals cinematic universe can consists of all kinds of different characters who like it for their own reasons. But when we get into something more directive, like stop shooting, that is for some people, that's like, well, what are you saying about the Second Amendment or, you know, all these other questions start to come up. So I, I think really it's as useful as have goals is for starting a conversation, except that maybe have goals is kind of a conversation that you have with yourself inside your mind and stop shooting mm-hmm. is more of a community discussion.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely would agree with you on that. And and you're right how people want to almost paint a picture of these things as, as two separate things. You know, have goals is supposed to be on this, this positive track of thought and communication and, and then stop shooting almost shifts gears to um, what some people might associate right away with like a negative connotation. Again, shifting gears then towards uh, have goals and the, the positivity around it, have goals having a, a public showing um, with a mix of artists
0: Yeah, it's been a while since we did a show, you know, obviously because of the current situation, but, uh, I still get reached out to all the time by people who want to use the image, you know, in their own way for their own projects or art. And, uh, having a show like this is just a great way to, to bring those people together and to show off, you know, what they're doing, what they're creating.
1: And, and I know it didn't get a much, um, you know, like social media attention or or love, but I remember years ago, you were able to project um, have goals on the side of the Hyde House building, and I thought those were some of the coolest um, captures of like photos and projections that that I ever got to witness, Um, so that's something I'll always remember too, is just being able to see this different art form that I really never was um able to see before with these large projections on buildings and then having have goals as the subject of those projections was super cool to me and, and um I wish more people would have gotten to experience that.
0: Oh thanks a lot. Yeah we'll have to get back out there and do that kind of stuff again.
1: Oh definitely, definitely. Um and yeah, I mean I'm I'm stoked to be able to be one of those artists for the upcoming show. So um, yeah, Bayview Gallery Night, June 25th, and uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, I'm I'm still in the process of, of finishing my piece and, and getting it going, but uh, I'll definitely have it done before next week.
0: All right, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you have.
1: You know, I try to think of myself as a humble enough person, and I'm like, I'm just happy to be in the show. I know all these other people are just going to kill it and make amazing pieces, or I'm like, just going to be in awe of what they have.
0: I've often thought this about music, but I also think it about art. This is not a contest. I mean, you you are here to make what you make in the way that you make it, and and I think that's what's important about art.
1: Yeah, that's a great great view on that, and a great way of putting it. Because you're right, it's not a competition. We're all, you know, just artists in our own way, and you know, even doing the uh, the East Side Art Lot picnic table. Um, there was 10 artists and 10 picnic tables. And again, I was I was so happy to be chosen to be one of them. Um, but everybody's art style was so different. And it was those types of things where I was like, I could never do that type of art in that way and how it just blew me away and how awesome it was. And then vice versa, they were like, man, how were you able to like come up with this design and how were you able to do it that way? So um, it is cool when, when artists, uh, can feed off of each other, even though they're all so many different styles.
0: Ryan, you were telling us that you run the Milwaukee Makers Market. How long has that been around?
1: So, yeah, um, this will be our sixth season for Milwaukee Makers Market. Uh, we worked our way from um, being outdoors at Collectivo Bay View in their parking lot, and then Discovery World kind of helped to bring us under their wing for our um, winter shows. Uh, and being indoors for those. And then Discovery World uh, really loved what we were doing, and we really loved that venue, and especially with the changing Milwaukee weather every hour, um, it seemed like a no-brainer to kind of make Discovery World our our headquarters, almost our home base for Milwaukee Makers Market. So we have the majority of our markets there. Um, Our season is April to December, uh, but we also jump around. So we've jumped around to different breweries like Good City Brewing, um, MKE Brewing Company, and then worked with other venues such as Ivy House MKE. Um, they're a fantastic venue. And then we've done things with um, Kind Oasis on the east side, uh, you know, and we're currently in talks with other venues uh, for 2022. And so, again, it's just been amazing. You know, there's been ups and downs, of course. You know, it's, it's been a learning experience, um, but it's one of those things where seeing what it's done for these small businesses. That's what continues to drive me every year. You know, it's not about if I'm making money off of it or not. It's about making sure that these small businesses have a safe space to grow. And also that the Milwaukee public is enjoying it because when, when people come to these events, you know, they might see somebody that they went to high school with or somebody that lives on their block and goes, Oh, this is what you, what you do. This is your small business. That's fantastic. And then you hear these stories, and it just creates this this sense of community where now you're learning about what's happening in your city and why these people do what they do and why they love what they do. Um, and so, yeah, that just really fulfills me when it comes to running Milwaukee Makers Market. It's just not only is it good for networking, but it's just a great way to experience your community and get to know each other. Um, and just have a good time out on the town too, and, and hopefully find something you like, and you buy it, and you take it home, and you love it, or you give it as a gift. So, um, and that's where being an artist and a photographer led me into that realm of of markets, because you know I always thought the only way to get your artwork out there was through galleries, and then once I learned, no, you can always set up a pop up, you know, a pop up shop with these different markets and street festivals. Um, it, it was something that I fell in love with right away because it was fun. And so being able to kind of make my own um, version of these street festivals and these supporting local events uh, ha- has been fantastic. And the fact that Milwaukee continues to support it uh, is something that will will motivate me to keep doing it year after year and you know get to know all these new faces and names and businesses and yeah, it's truly been a an amazing experience for myself to continue to grow Milwaukee Maker's Market, uh, as well as kind of assess what I really want in life. You know, these, these goals I've had, I've I've now been able to achieve, and it's and it's crazy. You know, I wanted to stay with my photography, get published in a magazine. Well, I got published in a magazine. Well, I have started making art. I want to sell. A big art piece. Oh, well, I sold a big art piece. So, okay, well, now I want to educate people on art and photography. Well, then I got into the teaching realm. Um, and and then going from there and going, okay, I want to put on these events and support small businesses. Well, we start Milwaukee Makers Market. So every goal I've had, I've been able, luckily, to achieve and just continued to use each goal to springboard to the next one and to the next one and just keep trying to, um, you know, help out any way I can as well as uh, fulfilling what I want to do in life and what makes me happy.
0: Man, and that is how it's done. So how can people find out more about Milwaukee Makers Market and your own art?
1: So Milwaukee Makers Market, we have an Instagram page and a Facebook page. And then you can also go to www.MilwaukeeMakersMarket.com. That has everything on there. It has the whole season. It has how, uh, if you want to apply to be one of our makers, it's on the website. And then, yeah, if if you are interested in uh, my art and photography, that's under Milwaukee Alt, um, Milwaukee A L T on Instagram.
0: Man, Ryan, we sure appreciate having you with us today on the show, and I uh, hope you'll be back.
1: Yeah, I definitely am interested in coming back. And thank you for having me. It, it's been great to talk about. Um, not only what motivates me, but how Have Goals has affected my life in in such a positive way, Um, and how just kind and generous you are and the message you bring to Milwaukee.
0: Oh, geez, you're too kind. If you enjoyed this program, tell a friend who might also like it or share it on social media. To learn more about Have Goals or to appear on the show, contact us on Instagram at have goals or email have goals podcast at gmail.com. That's it for now. See you next time.